Hello and welcome to episode 196 of the Mature Gamer Podcast. I'm Kev, and with me this week there is Anna and Pab. Say hello, boy and girl, or girl and boy, I suppose. Say hello anyway. Yeah. Hello. You were just supposed to say hello, not all right. I like to go against what you say. Like sheepdog does. I said, sheepdog, let's do a podcast this week. And he said, no, I won't, because I'm still in a f- bad mood from last week. Why is he in a bad mood now? Because, I don't know. He, his, his rant is, by the way, he's recorded another video for later in the show. Those of you who would just tune in for sheepdog's scripted pre-recorded message that he does at the end of the episode. Don't worry, that's still going to be in there again. Um, but he does say in there, um, he's not happy that I described him as angry last week. Um, well, he just when he, when he raged and decided not to do the show. Um, so I'm going to read to you this week from our exchange, um, which Pab was part of because we didn't do it by text, okay. um, because the, the war between me and Sheepdog has, has deteriorated to the point where we don't text each other anymore. We communicate via Twitter messages that Pab is then copied into. Yep. Um, Why? Not really at war. It's just oh. convenient this way. But I prefer... I like to play up to it. Um, hold on. These are just private messages to Pab. Hold on. I need the message that Sheepdog's in as well. Um, so, where is it? I basically... He said something about not being able to... Basically, we've got him a capture card um, through some of the uh, Stephen Media fundage um, so that he can start recording some YouTube videos for the new Mature Gamer YouTube channel that's going to be starting on the 1st of January I more on that later I, I wasn't involved in any of this you don't want to be involved in didn't it didn't ask me did you I've asked you more was, do you I, want to be on the YouTube channel <laughs> okay brilliant I'll hold you to that but I was upstairs putting chunch but you decided to have a meeting because I asked you because I, I asked you do you want to be involved in this new YouTube channel with no, me? You and you said no, no I don't no you know I'm going outside to talk to Pav and Sheepdog about Something and I was like, "Well, I can't be involved." So I was just starting to sound involved. like sheepdog. Are you and him in cahoots? <laughs> yeah. Um, because but you just do things out of the blue. You're yeah, the the people you want to do it with, and not the people you, who live with you. Sheepdog doesn't live with me. Oh, you talk to him more than talk to me. That's not, that's simply not true. It is true. Look how many texts that is in a week. I bet you've not said that many words to me. I'm just you, co- you come in, no, you come in, you go, I'm going for a poo, alright? You come down, you go, what's for dinner? You make it and then you go outside. Okay. That's about as much as interaction you have now. That's good. We're in bed at the same time. Alright, that's all good stuff. That's how life should be. Uh, but basically, he said, I said the, um, the capture card's not here yet. And he said, don't worry, I'm not going to be able to do anything until the weekend anyway because my new laptop doesn't come until Friday. Oh, so you were saying that was our fault? I don't my new, la- my new laptop doesn't come until Friday and then I'm out at the work Christmas party on Friday night. Um, so I'll, do- I'll record some videos on Saturday. I replied with, don't you mean you're going to be doing that podcast that we do on Friday night? And his response was, since when are we doing it on Friday again? We did it on first Friday last week. It's supposed to be on Thursday. Blah, 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 blah. But the children are on Thursday. Well, I did say sheepdog a couple of weeks ago. You did agree to us doing it every Friday. Ranty, ranty, Magoo. Um, I can't do five weeks in a row now because it's all on Fridays. Blah, blah, blah. Why? I don't know because something to do with Christmas and birthdays and Christmas. Yeah, I know. Apparently, he celebrates Christmas on the twenty fifth. Oh, Unlike yeah. us who celebrate it on the 26th. Oh. So it doesn't affect us. There you go. Yeah. Um, but long story short, he's not here. He's out um, drinking himself into an early grave. Well, he shouldn't be. He'll probably die before next week's show. 
Um, next week's episode isn't going to be recorded on Christmas Day, so he will be part of it. It's going to be the Google Zeitgeist Review of the Year show next week. Because you don't have any other show to put it on. Okay. Because for years it was on the other one. I think it has been on Mature Gamer once before. I was very drunk that time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've not touched them since. Do you want me to make you a teapot shot this oh, year? Oh, God, no. No, I'll be very ill. I don't even know where the bucket is. The bo- oh, don't, no, the teapot's in... <laughs> no, the bucket that you vomited into on the bed afterwards. Oh, yeah. That was, that was fun. I've not vomited like that in years. No, it was terrific. <laughs> and you spent ten minutes before the show convincing me why I should drink. Yeah. And, um, yeah. No. No, right. that, no. We were supposed to share them teapots, but no one was drinking them. I was like, "Well, I'm not going to waste it." And then I drank them all. <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of did waste it because you just <laughs> I vomited was, it out I, into I was, a bucket. Yeah, but I shouldn't have had that many. You should have helped me. I didn't want any more. You're, so, you, you're all about the peer pressure, aren't you? <laughs> he drove me like twenty miles to go and pick up the alcohol. Yeah. We went to the Mecca. We did. And we bingo. Sambuca. Yeah, Mecca Bingo. That's the only place you can buy Sambuca, right? No, is it really? <laughs> yeah, it's not what it's called, it's, it's just what I keep bit, calling it. Oh, oh right. <laughs> There's an island, like a Rhode Island, that's got rabbits on. Yeah, that's all sweet. She doesn't mean Rhode Island in America. A rabbit. No, uh, what are they called? Rabbits. No. Roundabout. Roundabout. Remember when this show used to be about video games? You started going on about Magoo. (laughs) And then all I could think about was Magoo. Don't call him Magoo. Why? What's Magoo? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, for goodness sake. But yeah, Sheepdog's not on the show again because he's rage quit on us, basically. Um, He should be back next week. He has promised us he's going to be part of the exciting new YouTube channel. Um, and obviously podcast will continue as normal in the new year um, and he'll be on next week's show so stop worrying um, and those of you who said best bit of last week's show was Sheepdog's bit um, was in- it? where was that? Really say I that? didn't hear this uh, there was a couple of them tweeted in I think um, you people are idiots um, don't listen to us then <laughs> fine by me I don't care anymore yeah, I was joking you sound serious <laughs> you joke? Well, why was the joke? Because that's what we do on this podcast. I know, I would get really funny if they only listened out for Sheepdog. Okay. He doesn't play many games. Neither do we! We just spoke before the show. <laughs> Basically, our pre-show meeting was, we need to vamp a bit at the start, none of us have played anything. Well, no, Let's I'm, talk about I'm Sheepdog for ten minutes. Maybe three games, but not as much as I would like to play. It, like, I just haven't had any I played three games all at once at one point this week. Which I was quite impressed with. I played more games in one sitting than you've played all week. Probably. Because I'm that kind of guy. Um, so what have we played this week? Um, I think I put Fallout on. Oh, good. Let's talk about that. that, that I have nothing to say. I, I don't even <coughs> remember playing it. I can't remember what I did. Let's not mention it, then, no. eh? No. Mm. Um, and then I put on... Uh, what's that good? Just Cause 3 still hate it I've lasted 30 yeah. minutes and turned it off I don't like it so it's going to be sold I'll buy it <laughs> PlayStation 3 why would you want to buy it PlayStation 3 Four. no wonder you don't Four. like it it's a retro game um, I'm going to sell that I don't like it Okay. and then I bought and played Trine 3 today oh yeah yep excellent it's got like a 10% PSN discount so I, I don't know cool. like have I played Trine before probably not tell me about Trine what is it 
on on the PC, trying is like a side scroller game. Um, and you've got you, you control three characters individually, so you press. Oh God, it's that one! <laughs> oh yes, I game. played it. That's a good game. Uh, Try three is completely different. You're still doing the three people. Oh no, that's horrible. Why is it horrible? I tell you what, Kev, it is, it is a really good game if you play it with people because you're literally you're only controlling one person, and if you've got three people, I uh, see. I can handle it. that. You can literally, just, yeah, but then you rely on people. You rely on people to do yeah, work jobs for you. Well, you're, presumably, you're like, in the same way as I play any co-op <laughs> games, I'll just be hanging around at the back, waiting for everyone. Yeah, to waiting for everyone to do it, and following yeah. along. Yeah, okay. And cracking wise. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. But th- this one has multiplayer, but it doesn't have um, a skill tree. I believe the other ones did have a skill tree, but this one doesn't. Oh. Yeah. I don't think it does. Uh, I've not seen it, and I'm not. It's not told me about it. I've gone to chapter five, I believe, and it's more 3D now. Like yeah. the, the space you can move around in is 3D, so you can go into the background and mess around in there and stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what's going on. <laughs> no idea. Something about the trines that you have to go and collect them, the souls of something. And shoes. I don't know. I have no idea what's going on, but I'm just following. I like doing all the little puzzles and making that. I haven't got stuck because I had it. I bought it on PC and got completely stuck and turned it off and never went back to it. But now this is on controller, a controller I like to use. <laughs> I've got further through it. But so this game that you've bought today has previously been out on PC. It's not a new game today. It's a new I game think it was. Console. I think it was on early access on yeah, PC. Early access uh, okay. on Steam, and I bought it then. Because I like the shine things, but I just could never get it to work properly with, like, it had mouse and keyboard, I don't like that, and I didn't like, it just didn't feel right on the Xbox controller when I was playing it on PC, but now they seem to have... Did you find your hands were too comfortable, was that... No, it, it, I don't I don't think they had thought about controller and just stuck it on at the end, so didn't actually have it in, innovative, is that the word? But um, it works now, It I can control it. Um, but now I'm at this like boss fight and I've no idea what to do so I turned it off kill the boss I know that oh, but you're on like this circular platform so you only have so much room and then it, you only have the outside because the middle is a pit of fire I've got these push the boss into that that no, might because that can float so you have like this circular thing in the middle of that is raging fire and then the thing can fly around I've got angry books Angry books. Books, yes. He's trying to eat me. And also the flying boss can put down these glyphs, glyphs on the floor. (laughs) Glyphs. Not glyphs. Let's call them glyphs. And they explode, so you have to watch where you're going, watch where the boss is, watch where the enemies are, and then wait for the boss to go on one of these platforms to hit him. It's, um, I think I was just tired. What a stupid game. It's not stupid. I'll get past it, but it's very, it's very pretty. It's just so shiny and just, it's shiny. Interesting. And how many pennies does Trine Three cost? I think I paid sixteen pounds MP. That's with ten percent off. Not quite, like seventeen pounds. Cool. Marvelous. <coughs> that feels expensive. Not really. I like Trine. Okay. And then um, I bought um, another game today which was Goat Simulator. 
for a PlayStation 3. Do you not already own this multiple times? Yeah, but the little one had it, and he put it on, he went straight to the theme park, licked car, and was whizzing around on that. I do like <laughs> in the roller coaster, <laughs> licking the big wheel, licking the big like, wheel, fantastic. He turned it on, and he went through the, um, oh, what are they called? The tunnel? No, they're like, um like mods that you can use in the game okay and he got himself a jetpack and he's like nope not like that so he turned it off and then started again but yeah he's just licking the the roller coaster mm. and going in water he thinks it's hilarious it is hilarious it's a fun game I got for a whole parents evening licking a big wheel and licking a roller coaster licking a truck <laughs> and know? being driven around fantastic but that has been about all I've done because <laughs> I've been busy with work at uni that old chestnut eh? but if mm. anyone wants to buy just for me to get in touch because I don't yeah, I'll, um, I'll give you a tenner for it well no because like this guy <laughs> at, at, at uni was like look just watch this and I watched him and I go yeah but you can't run when you're just going around you can't, there's no like radio you know like in GTA you have a radio yeah there's no radio or anything and then like it, one of the things was the best cover is being on the roof okay that's fine but then when you need ammo, you need to go on the ground and then people just shoot you to death because you're trying to get ammo <laughs> and it's just not fun. Okay, I'll give you eight quid for it. No, I'll just sell it and I'll get... Yeah, I'll buy it. I'm gonna, no, I'm going to sell it again because at the moment the game is selling Fallout 4 for the PC for £24. You already own Fallout 4. But I want it on PC. We have it on both consoles. But I want yeah, it on PC. Get it on PC. Money. You can get rid of uncom- you encumbrance on like Xbox, I've done. Huh? Can't you mod it on the Xbox? Didn't they make a big song and dance about being able to do not, that? It's not, it's, it's not out yet, though, the modding stuff. And plus, the, the one that will be on the place on the Xbox, they'll all have this like copyright thing. At the moment, there's like a, a mod out where you can change your power armour to look like Buzz Lightyear, and mm-hmm. then someone made another one to make one of your characters that follow you into Woody. Oh. <laughs> and it just sounds like the most fun I ever want. Just Toy Story. Yeah, who doesn't love Toy Story? So I'm gonna mod the hell out of that. Yeah, why not? Because it sounds like fun. But strange. Not strange, but I'm getting like I might be getting new hardware soon, so I'll see. What, what new I hardware. Yeah. I may be procuring <laughs> some new hardware presently. <laughs> I might do. Yes, you might. So we'll go on that. See if yeah. that works. Splendid. Do they work Next. on Max? I don't know. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing works on Max. What players on Max? Football manager and what? Yeah. Well, you play games on the Mac. I play game on the Mac. Play solitaire. Uh-huh. I play football manager on the Mac. We can we can now safely say this because Sheepdog's just bought himself a MacBook Pro. Um, after me telling him, yeah, you can play whatever you want on it, don't worry. Um, yeah, I'm not sure that you can, but yeah, we'll let him, we'll let him figure that out for himself. I remember when you got this and I put gu- gu- um, Guilds War on it, I was like, nope, not happening. The light no. was awful. But it's not made for gaming. Why did you let me do it? To stop you asking. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. You wouldn't give a asking, so I thought, right, okay, you want to play Guild Wars on it? You play Guild Wars on it, it'll last ten minutes, and then I'll get my toy back. My toy came back. Well, you said it was first, not you. <coughs> yeah, but you've got nothing to do on it. <laughs> you got to do some yeah. word documents. I think you'll find it's officially for the podcast. But This you, is this is company you, property. But you use it for minimal time for the podcast. Everything else you do on there, all day you can yeah. sit on there and not, do, and not move. It's very comfortable. It's a good point. <sighs> Well, it's officially company property. 
Is it? So what was that for over there? That, that's my toy. But you broke it? Yeah, I don't want it anymore. He fell on it, right, with a cup of coffee. Oh, well, it's MacBook? No, no, no. The, no, the, the laptop I bought about two months before the MacBook. Which right. Was really expensive, and he fell down. My nice gaming laptop, graphics card, all so that jazz. Funny. I fell on it. He fell backwards. <laughs> <laughs> and he hit it with his hand, and the coffee went everywhere. And then I got it, like, wiped it up and everything. There was a little dent in it where his hand is like, I don't like that anymore. Oh, right. It's damaged. It's not damaged. It's the things that, well, it is at the moment because whatever you put on it, it's broken. It. You need to sort really? that out. Yeah, whatever software we decide to use. OBS has apparently broken the laptop. Yeah, you oh, need it? to fix it. Exactly. Yes, come on. told me to get it. Pab, you need to fix send it. Send it to me. Yeah. Well, you can put it in the post. <laughs> I'm on my way. Yeah, he's always on his bloody way. He never gets here, does he? <laughs> no, Indeed. Which is why we had to get the MacBook because that laptop was dead to me. <laughs> And now I need Sheepdog to get one too. Yeah, for gaming, he can't game on that. <laughs> <laughs> no one that should listen so? to you. It wasn't just me. Several people on Twitter ganged up on him. Yeah, the, getting one. By the, by the time I'd got into that conversation, I think the, the decision had already been made, so <laughs> I was too late to stop him. Nah, it'll be wonderful for what for what I want him to do on it. <laughs> that's the important thing edit a podcast why are we oh because I apparently broke his other one which he didn't no it's because he's not the real story is he's not allowed his PC in his new house he moves into his new house in February and he's been told there's no place for his PC so he's got what just, is he getting a free bedroom or four I don't bloody know I don't listen to <laughs> oh that oh my man god speak. could you imagine if, if we moved in you go you can't have your playstation <laughs> I bet we're not moving then not happening <laughs> yeah but for those of you who've not been to Sheepdog's house, which I assume is a few of you, um, his house at the moment, basically one wall of it is taken over with the biggest desk you've ever seen. His desk <laughs> is, is bigger than our fireplace. It's oh massive. God, okay. um, and it covers one wall of his lounge Why is he so with big? his PC on. Because he wanted a big desk so he could put all Why? this stuff on it. Oh, He's mental. Like my monitor that's still on there. I assume, Sheepdog, I know you're listening. Oh, I assume well. this means I get my monitor back if you're not allowed your PC. Then I can dual screen again. And have my uh, have my two monitors on the Yeah, but before I move in, you were taking up that whole wall. Yeah, because I was the only person living in this house. I could have my PC in the living room. But no, yeah, he, he's, he's been told, no, no, uh, no PC for you. You need a laptop. Can you just get a smaller desk? This is Sheepdog. It's a good point. Yeah, he, d- he doesn't big, understand. Not a big desk or nothing. Yeah, exactly. Fair enough. Yeah, but I can see your point because I've seen what you do to your desk, and that's tiny. It just it gets piled up with stuff. It doesn't go outwards; it goes upwards. Yeah. You're not keep it clean. Yeah. That's just what we say to be allowed to have a desk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the radio books on there now, so you know how to do radio properly. I do know how to do radio properly. I know more about radio than your idiot lecturers. Uh, I know more than my idiot lecturer. I can't stand him. He probably listens. <laughs> the box pops for six weeks was so unhelpful. You hear that, BJ? She's talking to you. <laughs> what? <laughs> BJ. Oh, That's his no, name, it's, isn't not, it? it's not that. It's the fact he's right. He told us one week. Okay, okay. It's like, I know what that is. Then he told us the next week. I'm like, okay. You are hammering this man. I'm sending him this file. And then, for the next four weeks, that's all he kept talking about. Aren't you handing in a radio assignment at the moment? I'm going to send him this file. Send him. And then, and then he gave us one week about law. I don't know why. 
And then it's like, get on with your assignment. Okay, and now I think the assignment was wrong. Because the way it's worded is not what we've done and what he was saying. This man has offended Sheepdog because the one golden rule of radio, according to this lecture, <laughs> a lecturer is don't ever be funny. No. And Sheepdog won't let it drop. <laughs> <laughs> well, it shouldn't be on the radio. Like, oh, like I, I even told him, oh, well, I do a podcast, so that's not radio. Okay, thanks for that. Your face isn't radio. <laughs> so you shout back at him. I know we did radio for about 30 years. You're doing it now? Loser. <laughs> there you go. Paint anyway. Wagon. <laughs> have, we, have we done having personal attacks on... It's not personal attacks, <laughs> it's just... It's not personal attacks. We've not. said his name, what he does, and everything he's doing wrong. <laughs> but other than that, it's not a personal attack. Well, no, because we had to, we had to fill in these forms about how the lesson... How the whole and you thought you'd do it in the form of a podcast. No, no the thing is, right... I do. He was collecting them. He's not supposed to touch these forms, but he was collecting them because I watched him go and pick up two other people's. I thought, well, I can't put really bad, really bad, really bad on everything because he's going to read that. So I just thought, not bothered. <laughs> now you agree, disagree. I just in the middle of one everything. of my fav- one of my favourite things is the anonymous feedback form. <laughs> I love an anonymous feedback form, and then you give. Do you ev- read it? Yeah, because you, then you give you give every student an anonymous feedback form tell them all about how it's completely anonymous then you give them all a different coloured pen <laughs> and then <laughs> it's completely anonymous it won't affect your grades here you can have a puce pen cool teacher tactics that is what's a puce pen a pen in the colour puce what is puce it's like a light pink okay <laughs> I have a puce pen I'm sure you do Pab what have you played this week and did it involve a puce pen uh, no I don't have a puce pen if you have one oh. spare I'd like one uh, yeah I've got a feedback form for you to fill in in a minute okay. <laughs> if you send me the puce pen with it I yeah, will fill it in exactly it's completely anonymous isn't it yeah exactly yeah yeah okay great stuff uh, right okay so I mentioned I played Nuclear Throne last week briefly and I have actually played some more of it this week um, some more of what Nuclear Throne <laughs> It's coming out on PS4 and Vita and out now on PC. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's like a sort of like a retro-ish style, um, top-down. On the consoles, it's like a twin-stick sort of shooter style, uh, and you are a series that you get to pick like a series of like nuclear-like monsters that you play as. and basically, each each character has a different set of skills, and you can, like pick pick whichever one you want. Uh, and it is, I think, it's like a roguelike almost. Uh, the levels are completely random; they seem to be anyway. And um, base, bit? sorry, is it eight bit? Um, it's more. Hotline Miami. No, it's more. It's more six. What sixteen? Thirty-two bit, maybe. Okay. It's a bit um, like Super Nintendo-ish. Okay. Um, but yeah, you are basically this this like monster, and you get a, you have like a weapon. I think you have a pistol to start off with, and you you've got to like you just get put in this level. You've got to kill everything in the level, and basically as soon as you kill everything in the level, the, this portal opens up, and you go you go to the next level, uh, and you collect um, you collect like nuclear nuclear waste or something like that, something like that. Anyway, it's glowing green stuff, and. Um, Basically, at uh, the end of each level, or every other level, I think you get to pick a mutation, and that's basically a skill, a new, a new skill to, to um, use. And, um, yeah, it's good. 
I've, I've, I've not played it for that long, but I have played it a fair amount, fair amount now. Um, basically, the aim is to, the game is to get to to the nuclear throne. Every time you die, it just says you did not reach the nuclear throne. I've never got that far. It gets really difficult. Um, but yeah, there is um, there's a I like it in the sense of um, there is a daily challenge and a weekly challenge as well. So basically, there is a set map every day, set like layout of every map, and basically, then you get leaderboards for it. Hmm. Which I like. I like, I like that board. Yeah, it's like a, similar to Spelunky. Spelunky had a, a daily challenge every day. There was a set set like layout of this of the world, and you had to basically see if I could get, and there would be a leaderboard. And, and it, uh, that is, I do like that. I like that. There's a daily and a weekly as well. Hmm. So and you've got. You, I don't know. If, I don't know if you can actually do. I think you can only do it once, or as well. Basically, you die. That is it. You don't oh, get another go at it. Just mean. Yeah. Well, that's that's just, that's the. That's what a roguelike is as well, in the sense of you get one life and that is it. So, but it is it is a really cool game. It's out on PC as well. I nearly bought it on PC, but I ended up getting it on Vita just because I think it's crossed by. I might be wrong, but I think it's crossed by. A new Vita game? Did you just say? Is it? Oh, there's several Vita, Vita games. Game. Yeah, it's a Vita game. There's, there's loads of. Fine by Vita. Depends if you like indie games. No. Like ba- I, I bought Bastion as well. Yeah. You played Bastion before? Remind me what it is. I probably I don't know. Have. It's sort of like a, it's like a two and a half D sort of like, sort of Diablo style camera angle on this this game. It's really nice. It's a really pretty game. Um, and basically, um, you are this this. I've only played like about half an hour of it. Um, I just played. I got it because everyone raves about this game. And it's see from the people who made. Oh, I don't know. No, I can't remember. Now. I'm making a fool of myself. Um, but they. Yeah, have you? It sounds a bit right for you, yeah. Um, yeah, it is um, made by... Did an independent developer... Did it, did it, I don't know, anyway. Um, you basically, you, you go across this this world and you can't see any of the world around you. It's got like a Fog of War style thing to it. Mm. And you can't see it. And basically, the further you go, the, the, like, you sort of slowly open the, the world, sort of pans out a little bit further and, you know, like floors are starts opening up to you, you can go further and you've got to kill these enemies. And... Um, yeah, it's it's it seems interesting. They've got like a narrator on it, I think, from what I can remember. And it's it's cool. It's a it's a nice looking game. Super giant games, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's some good memory recall or googling. It's a bit of both. A bit of both. Um yeah. They're, they they are, they make really nice games and um I will continue to play this because, like I say, it's it's been out for a while on PC and it's been out on Xbox and I think it was I don't know if it was an Xbox exclusive for a while or something because it's only, it's only just come to to Vita like two weeks ago at the most. Hmm. So, and it, it was like four quid. I thought, why not give it a go? Because it is it is a really it's supposed to be a really good game. So I will carry on playing it and I will report back when I know more. Splendid. Yes. Uh, and that's about it. Well, no. I don't talk about me and mobile gaming. Mobile gaming? What have you been doing on mobile gaming? You know what I've played on mobile gaming because I've, I've shown it you last time I was, you was in Manchester. I'm addicted to this Disney Sum Sum game. Oh, what is wrong <laughs> no, with you? I know. It's because there's a Christmas period on and there's like there's like new events and stuff and I, I've got to get the limited edition bloody <laughs> Disney Sum Sum character or something. I so might I play just have it, to confiscate your phone. I play it like three times. It's a match, it's a match-free game and it, it's just... It's just got like cartoony Disney characters on it, and it's it's just it's just really fun to play. It's, it's just really addictive. For eight-year-old girls, isn't it? Um, no, it depends who you like Disney. There you go. That's about it. 
Go to Disney, play it. And what's it called? Disney Sum Sum. Disney Sum uh, T-S-U-M. Oh, download it now. It's, um, it's a Japanese style game. They've got all the things in the Disney store and online. They've got these, uh, the, the, the collectible little uh, cuddly toy things like Disney Sum Sums. Pretty cool. My uh, nieces like them, so... Yeah, that yeah, is about it. They're probably the target audience, aren't they? Pro- um, <laughs> probably, but I mean, they don't have they don't have an iPhone, so I do. And yours? No, yeah, all right. There you go. Problem solved. That was a contract, verbal contract. Yeah, all right. Good right, luck with that. On to more important business. Um, I have, in the spirit of Christmas, because we are Christmassy. I'm wearing my Christmas jumper. The Christmas tree is up. We have fairy lights on the ceiling. Christmas is upon us, and everyone knows, and I mean everyone knows, that Christmas means a super hexagon high score competition. And I set a new high score. Not only did I set a new high score, I set a new high score whilst recording, and I stuck it on YouTube. I have done 88 seconds on super hexagon. I've mentioned you by name in the video, Pork and Beans. Yes, I know. (laughs) I did play it this week, and I thought... I've got to beat it. I don't care how long it takes. And I got to about, I got to about two seconds off my high score, and I went, "Nope, I'm done. I cannot do this at the minute. It is just it is annoying." So I'm currently second on my own game center um, yeah. leaderboard. I can't remember who's above me. Um, I feel like it might be good old Johnny Part Timer um, was above me, but I can't remember. Was it? It might could it have been Proton maybe. Someone's above me anyway. Um, but there's just the one person. And obviously, it's Christmas. So over the Christmas period, I'm now off work. You've got two weeks to beat 88 seconds. And I want screenshots. So tweet at me, at Lelujo, um, if you manage to beat 88 seconds on any version of Super Hexagon. Um, so I've, I think I did my high score on the iPad. But I've been, my, uh, my iPhone high score is 70 seconds. I've done about 65 on PC now. So I'm getting into Super Hexagon again. I love a Super Hexagon Christmas high score competition. Um, so that's how I spent a lot of my week, trying to beat my scores on that. But I've also been playing around with, trying to work my way through the App Store games of the year. Um, I've bought a few of them and haven't got around to playing them yet. So I've got Prune and Lara Croft Go sat on my phone, ready to start playing at some point. Um, but one that was on the list that stood out to me because it has an unusual picture of a strange shaped bear on the icon. Oh yeah, it, Alpha Bear. Oh yes. Now I only meant to have a quick look at this, and I've mm-hmm. been playing it constantly all week. Yep. It's it, good. It is. You're, ba- you're a bear, Anna. You'll like this. You're a bear. And I'm not dancing. You have to spell words. I'm dyslexic. <laughs> you and you have reasons not to play it. Um, and every time you get a word right, your bear gets a little bit bigger. Um, so you're just going on for obesity now. Yeah, you want to be an obese bear. That's the name of the game. And you have a certain amount of turns to make your words. And I sat here playing this at work, full volume, all lunchtime, several days this week. And the sound is annoying. I don't know if it will let me put the sound on on my phone because I think I've got everything muted to stop yeah. myself accidentally turning it on. But the, the sound that. effects are just ridiculous and annoying. The bear starts groaning occasionally. Yeah. Oh, I can spell gin. There you go. It's, it's, spell- it's got a. You have, so basically, you have like a set grid, don't you? You have like a set amount of space, don't you? Yeah, Alpha Bear. It's free. Alpha bear. Yeah. Um, so it's worth having a download. Yeah. Um, and it's just it's one of those really annoying addictive games yeah. um, it's there it's, it's, it's your, basically your definition of a mum game on the phone it's, 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 it's not 
Well, it might be. Maybe I'm just getting old and I really like it. <laughs> yeah, you, you're into I really enjoy it. You like games for mums and little girls. Yeah, apparently so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. it's, if you haven't tried it yet, it's well worth a try. Really, if you've got an iPhone or an iPad or anything, you should be having a look through this uh, Games of the Year list anyway. Um, and picking out all of the free ones, which is what I've been doing, which is how I found Alpha Bear. Um, Fallout Shelter, unbelievably, is third on the list, even oh, though you it was can get pa- pets a in pile there. of trash. Oh. Yeah, I might have another go. Yeah. Um, I fired up Does Not Commute again, because that was in the list, and I still don't get that. Which one's that? Uh, Does Not Commute is the one where you have um, a top-down view of a city, and you have oh, cars, yeah. and you have to plan their routes, and you have lots of different cars, and you have to stop the cars colliding. Um, don't really, I still don't really get what that game's all about. Um, but the other one that I played, and I'm trying to find it on my phone now to try and remind myself what it was. Ah, oh, it was um, Pop the Lock. Pop the Lock has oh. a Christmas update. Pop really? the Lock now has hats. Uh, oh. this, this is another one where I've destroyed your high score run. Um, yeah. I'm up to like level 55 on Pop the Lock now. Um, but now on Pop the Lock, they've added a extra layer of complexity um, because as well as having the two little dots either side of the circle that you have to get to you also collect stars and when you go over a star you have to tap the screen on the star as well so if you've got the dots that are quite close together you could end up having to tap the screen quite close together to collect the stars and then you use the stars to pay for different hats that your circle can wear so my circle at the moment has got a Santa hat and a Santa beard on um, which I find very handsome um, so Pop the Lock has had an awesome update as well um, and there was something else I've been playing and it wasn't that and I can't remember what it was um, no it's not on my phone so it must be on my iPad and I haven't got my iPad with me so bah I'm not impressed but the reason I've been playing all these iPhone games and iOS games um, is because we're, we're getting a collection of games and videos collected up and recorded ready for the launch of the new Mature Gamer Podcast YouTube channel. We mentioned it earlier in the show. It's going to be out on the 1st of July and um, with the first episode. July? Uh, June, January. Yeah, <laughs> it, it'll still be out in July. Uh, yeah. But it's going to be the 1st of January. It's going to be the first episode. Um, but it's going to be me, Sheepdog, Pork and Beans. Every day, one of us at least is going to have a video out. Um, we're going to have lots of different kinds of videos on there, different types of game. Um, so we're going to have um, all the big AAA stuff. We're going to have some multiplayer stuff. We're going to have some indie stuff. We're going to have the mobile stuff. You name it, we're going to play it. We might even try and squeeze some retro in somehow. Um, mm. But what we're looking for at the moment is feedback from you lot and ideas for what you'd like to see because we're still very much throwing ideas around. Me and Pab were having a bit of a chat before the show started about how we're both having lots of fun getting some content created yeah let's say that yeah there's there's challenges involved in all this I'm, I'm starting to realise that making YouTube videos for games other than Football Manager is a bit more challenging than making Football Manager videos yeah because uh, Football Manager quite straightforward to make YouTube videos on anything else a bit complicated <laughs> but I've now set up my garage to be my recording studio I've got the green screen in there I've got the camera set up I've even dug out my old photography lamps from back when I was a photographer for a couple of weeks in a harebrained scheme many years ago um, so it's it's an awesome little setup. I just need to figure out how to record the games now 
Um, so we're getting there, but um, we, we're really keen for, for everyone to get involved, and we, we're, we're excited about this. We think it could be something that's really awesome. Um, so if you want to subscribe to that channel before we get up and running, there's no videos on there yet, um, but you can find it by going to youtube.com slash maturegamerpodcast um, or just searching for MGP Plays. Um, and, yeah, it's going to be awesome super fun what do you know what game you're going to be playing on there first yet pab as a little uh, no 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 um no let's let's no. assume sheepdog's going to be playing simpsons tapped out yeah why not so if you want to see sheepdog play simpsons tapped out in a couple of weeks on the internet that's how you do it you get involved in mgp plays or go to youtube.com slash mature gamer podcast um the only other piece of news from me um is that by this time next week um, I will have given away another copy of Football Manager 2016 um, if you want to get involved in the giveaway and I'm trying not to tweet about it too much or mention it too much this time but I do want to give it out to someone who has been a long time supporter of ours so if you're listening to this show get in there enter the competition you just need to go to tinyurl.com slash FM giveaway um, and you basically enter by subscribing to my YouTube channel um, and that would be splendid if one of you win, win that game I'm going to be sending out the code for the game at some point on Christmas Day when Anna lets me run away and use the laptop for a few minutes. Why are you giving me a scary look? <coughs> Can I learn to dance? Huh? You're playing Alphabet, aren't you? I don't get it. What don't you get about Alphabet? Where's the Skype call from? It's there. Paul Convene's yep. just said... I mean, see, he was being a pro. He put a BRB and then he did back and then... You caught I'm back. on it because you're a monster. It's all right. Sorry, I had to literally just go and do something really quick. Um, had a quick wee. Exactly. Um, you realised while you were away because there was no one to keep an eye on me. I just started talking about my YouTube channel and football. That's why I let. That's why I let it. I thought you'd be all right. That's why I let. It. So there you go. Um, so, have we got anything else we need to raise before we put Sheepdog's ridiculous oh. video on? Yes. 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 On. Last week I mentioned. Uh, Game of the Year, Fred. Oh, of and course. And Sheepdog has put it in this forum, but he said he has recorded the explanations in his video. So, yeah, I will. He sent me a letter this week. Uh, did he sent you a letter? Did he? Yeah, it was a video last week. This week it's a letter that I'm going to get um, one of the extras from EastEnders to read out in a few minutes. You get more scored next week, probably. Well, I'd yeah. like to think he might turn up to the bloody show next week. <laughs> Yeah, good point, good point. Anyway, so I will admit Sheepdogs, because I'll let him explain it in his in his, in his video. <laughs> um, so yeah, we had a few people post on the thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ignore yours as well, to be fair, Kev. Well, we did mine last week. We did yours, exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, now, apologies, because I ballsed it up. I, I did my top three, and I wanted only people to put the, their favourite in, because I didn't want have to read out... Reels upon reels of text, so I'm only going to read the top one out. So I apologize. I appreciate you putting all this, putting all the effort into writing it all, and I've re- I have read it all, but I'm only going to read your, your favourite game of the year. I don't okay, know. the fame's gone to his head. He's gone all showbiz, isn't he? Is that right? I'd rather to read it all out now. If, if you, you want me to read, it out, if you want me to read it out, I will no, do. But there no, is that's a, fine. I, I agree. There's a lot of text pab. on some of these. So. No, showbiz pub hit the nail on the head. I'm going with showbiz pub on this one. Okay, showbiz pub it is. Okay, so we have Denby on the forum. His favourite game of the year was Drive Club Bikes. Never heard of it. No, it's Drive Club, but with bikes. He says his reasoning. 
is he said, I'm a bike nut, and after buying MotoGP 14 and Ride, I was still looking for a good bike game. I once put an article on the website about wanting a new, a new bike game along the lines of Manx Superbike TT. In about February, I half-jokingly tweeted at Drive Club that they should include bikes, so I'm taking full credit for eventually coming out this autumn. Profit share. Yeah, exactly. One of the most fun bike games I've played, and to top it off, I'm pretty good at it. With several t- top ten times and number one in the world spot on one of them. Bloody hell! There you go. So he's quite good at bike games. So if he if he if we ever see him like join us in a like a Forza race game or something, yeah, like that, leave so the game because you'll yeah, yeah steer away, steer away. Right uh, road at the start. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> just everyone just going through. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay. Next one. Gat nineteen eighty six on the forum. <coughs> His number one game was Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah, it, it is getting a lot of, reward, of awards, uh, so it doesn't surprise me that someone's put it as favourite. Okay, it said, I have a lot of emotional and nostalgic investment in the series. It took me a while to really justify this to myself, and this was a worthy reason to put as my number one. But in combination with spectacular events that can happen, can take place within the sandbox, and the amount of enjoyment I had, fultoning soldiers and refining my mother base, it was simply indisputable. My only drawback with this title is deeply pers- a deeply personal one. Over the years, I've become quite invested in narrative, narrative-heavy stories Kojima has been trying to convey. Despite how insane and pretentious they may seem, however, Metal Gear Solid V just seems to lacking in terms of story and plot, often seeming unresolved. A real shame when considering this is Kojima's final installment. Don't get me wrong, Metal Gear Solid V is glorious. I just miss the one to two hour cutscenes I've come to expect from a huge fan of the series. One to two hour cutscene. Yeah, it did. Be mad. To be fair, yeah, but to be fair, it, it is good. I, I do. I, I can admit that it, the, the one to two hour cutscenes. It's a bit much, admittedly. And when they actually finally allowed you to press pause in the middle of the cutscenes, that was a good thing. Because if you if you pre- if you press start in the middle of the cutscene, you skip it. Yeah. Or, you, or you wouldn't be able to. So that that is insane, isn't it? At least you can you can pause now. But they don't have them in five, really. I guess out of five, there are few and far between cutscenes. A lot of your story comes in like um, audio form. Uh, and the last one that posted by Mr. Nick on the forum. And he's put. Uh, I think I might just read all of it out because it's short and sweet. There you go. Um, Halo 5. I bought, the sing- I bought it for single player in which which ain't nothing special and fell in love with what I can only be described as the best multiplayer, multiplayer I have seen in a very long time. There you go. I'm presuming that is his top one. He didn't. He didn't number him. He also put Star Wars Battlefront. Battlefront. Ignoring the haters, I love this game and it pushes Halo quite close to my game of the year. So there you go. I recommend playing this with the surround sound cracked up. I would as well because the sound in that game is amazing. Um, last on his list was The Witcher 3. Epic storytelling and very pretty to boot. Hundreds of hours worth of gameplay at your disposal. Special mention to Arkham Knight. Splendid. Splendid GOW remake. God of War? Really? Gears of War. GOW. Oh, yeah. Gears of War. Yeah, the Gears of War remake was splendid. Oh, and the Splendid Gears of War remake. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm reading it wrong. I've, I've, yeah, I would agree with that. And I got my cold this week as well. But the uh, backwards compatible Gears oh, games. Yeah. When do you have to cash them in, Bikes? I had the message ages ago. I should probably. Um, input you didn't cash them in at the time. No, I forgot. Basically, just go on, go on your Xbox. Hang on, what do you mean? 
Well, I got a message on my Xbox on the Xbox a month ago, probably. Yeah. So basically, codes. go on that message, right? And it just literally go to the bottom of the message, and it says redeem code one, redeem code oh, two. Okay. I and you just do it, and it just goes through to the store page, and you click redeem, and it's done. Marvellous. It's really simple. So there I you go. Do that this evening. And that is that is it from the from the uh, forum thread on well, that. that. Seems like an excellent opportunity to. There uh, you go, Stuart. This is another one for you. Alert, Stuart. Alert. Put your tea down. Pay attention for a minute. Um, this is this would be a good uh, good time to drop sheepdogs waffle in because he talks about his he waffles. So you know what that is like. Uh, you know it's oh well. He's um, he has figured out how to record audio onto his iPad though this week. Um, it's not a video. Well, no, it's he used GarageBand though because he's still an <laughs> absolute moron and couldn't work out how to export from GarageBand. Oh, he's getting there. Oh, he's getting there. I know. I did tell him just use the voice memos thing on his phone, like a normal person would. Yeah, but he's not normal. If you bless him. Oh, well, he'll get it eventually. <laughs> um, so yeah, sheepdog, speak. Hello again, everybody. Uh, sorry, for, first off, for phoning in for the second time in a row. Um, it turns out that I agreed and then forgot that I agreed with Kev that we would be recording on Friday nights from now on because we don't do we're from the internet anymore. So I agreed that and then was ill the next week and then I have my work's Christmas party tomorrow and I have Christmas Day next week and my daughter's birthday the week after. So whilst I think we are doing a Google Zeitgeist episode um, at some point before Christmas, um, I actually don't think I'm going to be about again until January when we kick off our whole new uh, swanky uh, websites and videos and whatnot that uh, Kev's been talking about on Twitter non-stop for the past couple of days. I'm sure he'll talk about it at the end of this very episode, no doubt. Um, a couple of things. Uh, so, I wasn't angry last week uh, when I told Kev I wasn't able to do it, and I wasn't angry uh, as I sounded in the in the video recording. I was I had a horrible migraine, very unwell, and I'm, I'm sorry that uh, if I come across grumpy or uh, gave anyone the impression that I was uh, not caring about the episode. Um, thanks very much to Lance Crab, aka Crab Man, on uh, on Xbox Live. That's Crab with two Bs. Um, He's very, very polite to ask if I was okay and check in with me over Xbox Live. Um, quite a few of you tweeted in as well just to say get well soon or whatever. Um, it was very kind of you to do so. Um, I had a headache for like a week and a half. Uh, it finally just went away. Now I'm just full of Christmas cheer. Uh, speaking of which, I won some wine earlier and I'm uh, tucking into that this evening. So um, Lance did suggest that I, uh, I do the episode drunk. Um, but I kind of thought, once I open it, I'll probably forget where my face is and forget how to use the iPad. Um, to be honest, if this comes out properly, it's it's a miracle because uh, the first run-through that I did, um, it just played a metronome sound in the background the entire time, going tick-tock, tick-tock, and it was really irritating. And then you could hear my son fighting with my wife in the background, uh, you know, s- s- glasses smashing, uh, you know, people being thrown through walls, that sort of thing. So um, it's a bit quieter now. I think I've set everything up. Uh, if this doesn't sound all right, then uh, hopefully Stuart can give it a good old polish. Uh, he used some mad skills last week. Um, speaking of which, sorry, Stuart, this is a, an audio file this week, unless Kev um, saves it to Flash just to spite me, but I have indeed listened to him. Um, 
so bad was my migraine last week that when I said to Kev, I can't, you know, I'm not going to be on the show, I'm sorry, I'll record something later, which is how I'd worded it in my head, um... I sat there and I thought, well, how on earth do I record? Uh, I don't own any devices. My laptop's broken. Normally I would record into that. I looked at my PC and didn't have Audacity installed. And I thought, I've got 20 minutes until my wife gets home. I can't sit here installing Audacity. I'll do the next best thing. So I loaded OBS and I recorded direct into that with my headset. Um, didn't really occur to me that sending him a video was going to cause the, the meltdown that his little brain uh, reacted with. But... It sounds like Stuart is the miracle master and he put it all together because I listened to the entire episode as I am want to do when I'm not on it um, just to see how many times I get criticised. Um, I noted that Kev said uh, he finally realises that uh, he can't do the show without me because he doesn't get the other two. Um, but, uh, you know, I enjoyed it. It was a good episode. Well done, guys. Not that you want my, my faint praise. Um, so... Yeah, part of what they talked about last week, and I'm hoping they do it this week because I know what we're like for our track record with uh, saying we're going to run events or whatever. They talked about their games of the year. Um, I put my three on the forum, like um, you know, everyone said they were going to. Um, and I put in no particular order when I wrote them down, but I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, actually, I kind of wrote them in the order that um, that I think they are. So my third favourite game this year that I've played is Mortal Kombat X or 10 I'm assuming it's X because it's the second one in a, in a series of two um, now I'm going to justify that because a lot of people are probably thinking what what is he smoking he's, he's, he must have had three or four bottles of wine by now but no Mortal Kombat as a series for me is uh, I, I'm probably one of the few people in the world who quite enjoyed the original two films kind of enjoyed the TV series I like the whole story around the series and the fact that it's like Battles for Earthrealm and all of that sort of jazz. And I always felt like... You've all heard me rant about the Power Rangers before and how if somebody took the Power Rangers and did a full-on serious story with it, like they did with the Batman films when... Uh, what's his name took over them? Uh, I can't even think of his name. The big fancy director who did Batman Begins and all of that. Um... You know, he took what was ultimately a kind of cool idea that was being handled very poorly by lots of other directors making cheesy films, and he made the really serious Dark Knight and Batman Begins and Dark Knight Rises and all of that. Um, I, I feel that, as I say, Power Rangers could do with that treatment, and Mortal Kombat X and its uh, predecessor Mortal Kombat... Um, have kind of both done that with this story. They've taken what was ultimately a bit of a ham fest, full of cheese, a ham and cheese fest. Um, it's pretty much a ploughman's, that's what we should call it, a ploughman's. Does ploughman's have ham and cheese? Yeah, I'm sure it does. Um, taken a ploughman's and turned it into something that's a bit more cinematic and a bit more cool. Um, so it's kind of set more in the future. Johnny Cage isn't some sort of cheesy-looking beefcake uh, actor. He seems to be kind of a... I don't know, a cop? But uh, with no acting skills? I don't know. He, he just seems like a normal, big, strong American guy who, in in Mortal Kombat X, is like a father. And he's got a kid, and he's he's training his kid to take over, you know, the uh, Earth Realm Defense Force, or whatever it is. Um, 
between all the different fights, there is actual story that's very cinematic and cool, kind of like the uh, Injustice Gods Among Us game, made by the same people. You know, it's got a proper story to it. Someone's actually sat down and thought, you know, instead of just thumbing this out, you know, getting a getting a, an animal to type and then trying to decipher what they were thinking, let's actually piece something together that appeals to adults and then we'll, we'll put it out there with a story to it. Um, you know, they could have just as easily... Uh, put the walking around and everything into an RPG style, just wandering around picking up stuff, and had the battles be RPG battles, and it would have been equally as good a game. Um, they could have, I don't know, they could have taken the need for speed process and had the game going on, and then suddenly they just go, hey, you, I'm not happy with you, let's have a race in a car. And, do you know what I mean? They did kind of, the story is what makes this game good. The in-betweeny bits where you fight and you play the game, you know, that could have been any format they wanted, really. Um, as a fighting game, it's still cool. It does the same sort of cool things as Injustice Gods Among Us. Um, to me, it made me remember that when I was younger, I really liked fighting games. Um, but they they were just, oh, you know, go through 30 rounds against various uh, rather similar, um, you know, just pieces of art that just you press a button it does a kick they're all pretty much the same character with some subtle differences whereas this was like a, a full-on this is a story you know you, you go through different sides in the battle there's all sorts of you know there's lots more intricate things to it i know we're getting spoiled on now and lots of different games do this but this took an excellent backstory and made it cool so i definitely recommend it and for someone like kev who, who if he was listening to this would be like oh no, i'm not bothering that i know that he just watched uh, injustice gods among us on youtube um he did a sheepdog and just watched all the in-betweeny bits and left the battles out um, i would recommend doing the same with this because that's basically uh you know if you're not into fighting then the story is still worth it um i ended up going back to the first one and watching a bit of that because even though i've got it on the vita um I don't know why I haven't played it. I can't think of a justification for not playing it, to be honest. But it is excellent. It's definitely worthy of being in my top three. Um, I'm hoping that counts as one this year. I'm sure it does. I'm, I double-checked. I'm pretty sure it came out this year, but I've lost track, to be honest. I don't even know if it's still 2015. It is, is it? I don't know. No one's in here to confirm or deny. I'm sitting in my bedroom with some wine. Um, number two game on the list has to be Fallout 4 because it's fallout 4 um i know that last week kev had an almighty rant about how oh, it's not realistic um and he was moaning about the fact that just because it's you know a nuke went off that why did the whole world go nuts um from what i understand my colleague and i haven't verified this on the internet so i'm just going to throw it out there and if it's wrong someone just fact check me and slap me down but anyway my colleague told me that fallout isn't just about the world being nuked in the early 50s or whatever it's about a world where the transistor wasn't invented and it's not in the early 50s it's just the transistor wasn't invented and time continued um i believe the bomb went off in 2050 anyway didn't it or something like that but transistors weren't invented and you know everything's a bit nuclear because of that because you know they just relied on that technology so all the robots are ran by means that don't have transistors something like that it might not be a transistor i might be entirely making that bit up but some piece of important technology wasn't invented which means that all computers and everything run on like internal cores um and so it's completely feasible that a you know a dress could be made out of some sort of fabric that would have 90 damage resistance but at the same time i do i do understand his point that you know if she was wearing that and you wanted to take her out you'd just shoot her in the back um but i don't know i haven't seen the dress for all i know it could have 
some sort of uh, see-through back to it. It could be that, um, I don't know, maybe if she gets attacked from behind, it does have a damage bit coded into it. You never know, do you? Um, most enemies won't attack you from behind like that, but generally if you're caught out by surprise, you do lose more damage anyway. Um... Plus, as Anna rightly defended herself on the on the, at the time, you know it's her game, and if she wants to wander around the wasteland dressed in a you know fancy red dress, then why the heck shouldn't she? Um, now, the other kind of criticism that I don't agree with with Fallout 4 is that Bethesda always have buggy games, and I haven't had a single problem so far with this game. There's been no bugs that have rendered it unplayable. Now, touch wood, it stays that way. I'm willing to accept that it could bug out on me. And the only issue I ever had on, on a Bethesda game was uh, when it saved just as I drowned and I looped drowning. But, I, you know, you learn out of every game that you have to start doing incremental saves if it's, like, if it's this big. You know, I also could hate on Football Manager for such a thing because I lost a massive game on that. Um... I think it's an epic story. Um, judging it just by the the basic point A to point B main story isn't very fair to me. Um, I don't think it's fair to kind of say, right, so, you know, the game is about her looking for a kid. If I do that, then, it, you know, everything outside of that isn't really worth, you know. It it's about the world. It's not really. It starts off about her story, but then it becomes a much much bigger tale. Um, I did agree at first with Kev's thoughts on, you know, oh she looks for she wants to look for a kid. She walks out the door and then she finds out, you know, he's gone and goes looking for him. But then straight away starts talking to other people. But um, <clears throat> the robot basically tells you to try that town. Because there'll be people there who can help. I even believe the robot tells you to search for the Minutemen. I can't remember. But you basically come across them. And they're like, hey, you know, we'll help you when you help us. And even after that, she even comments on, hey, you know, I have got more important things to be looking for. But I couldn't leave you guys stranded. And, you know, the game does commentate on itself and say, I know that was pretty odd for us to do that. Um, I kind of wish it was a bit more obvious. Like, I don't know, someone says to her, you know. Oh, a bit more explicitly, I guess, more in, in line with what I said, because I don't know whether it's precisely the way I said it, but I'm pretty sure the robot from your house is the one that tells you to go to the town you end up going to um, and meeting the Minutemen that you meet and so on and so forth. Beyond that, I mean, I get that, you know, when when you find out a bit more about what's going on and, you, you know, you, a mum would probably just pursue that on, on their own and you can do that, it's a Fallout game, you could just go from A to B realistically, but along the way, you might want to start doing other things, and if Kev's playing it and wants it to just be a realistic Fallout world, then he can just go, right, no, I'm going to not stop, I'm going to follow the motivations of a mother in need, and I'm only going to, you know, look for, for my kid, but... I'm playing it like a gamer and going, ooh, stuff, let's go see what's over here. Um, and I'm playing it like an idiot and going, ooh, uh, I wonder if I can take down that Deathclaw um, by doing this, that and the other. And yeah, There's been some great moments in it. I absolutely love some of the kind of little things you can do. When I, I Last week I said, oh, I'm going to go off into the, the uh, glowing sea and... Everyone made such a big deal about how this can be some of the hardest parts of the game, and I was reading on forums, people were going, oh, you're not ready for that yet, the two other people who are on like level 27. Um, I'm on something like level 19, and I literally walked across it in a trilby hat and some, 
overalls that I got from the Brotherhood of Steel um, that had like 10 radiation uh, resistance um, because I couldn't be bothered to go and get my 1000 radiation resistance suit from from Sanctuary. Um, I basically took a rad X, took a rad away, and then, yeah, it just made a beeline exactly for the point on the map where I needed to go to. I think there was one moment when some lightning struck, and in the distance at the top of a mountain, I saw a Deathclaw roaring, and I just thought, I don't have to go that way. If I turn right, I can fight it, but if I keep walking forward, I walk straight past it, and that's what I did. Um, yeah, didn't find it difficult at all. But I do think that, obviously, if I want to go back now and level up or fight or make it difficult, then I can. But again, I kind of played it like I thought she would, and now I would as a coward. Um, someone said to me, you've got to make it across this massively radioactive uh, area. Um, I ain't going to be dilly-dallying, to be honest. I'm just going to make a run for it. I maybe would have, if I was playing it ultra-realistically, I'd have been a bit more uh, precautious in advance. But I played it more like I probably would, you know... I, I don't know what I'm letting myself in for. I'll just go in half-arsedly prepared and see what happens. But no, Fallout is rich and brilliant and superb. And I know we've spoken about it every week for the past umpteen weeks. But it's been, what, four, five, six years in the making. It's an epic game. It, we all knew it was going to be a big. Um, it should. I, I, part of me thinks, oh, this should really be my game of the year. But... One other game, you know what I've played. You know, you've all been there all year. Um, and I... I know others will disagree with me, and especially PC gamers, but I think Batman Arkham Knight is worthy of being my personal game of the year, um, because I, you know, I've played Arkham Asylum, which is fantastic. Um, I've got Arkham City, but I've never actually started it, and I hear that is brilliant and possibly the peak in all this. But the things that a lot of people criticize Arkham Knight for, like the Batmobile, I love all that. I, I get that it's a bit samey and a bit meh. Um, but here's some bits I don't really understand people's perspective on. So, I love the fact that obviously Batman's got the whole city. You can fly, you can drive, you can walk, you can do whatever you want, really. Um, I like the fact that it, I think it's perfectly laid out with its kind of little dial of, you know, here's all the people you've got to take on, here's the different story threads you can follow, I think it's perfectly laid out with the challenges, I think it had excellent playability, you know, moving around, grappling from A to B, flying around the city, everything was polished to infinity on that, it was a heavily polished, perfectly placed game, um, the characters were perfect, the acting was perfect, the the voice was perfect. The Joker was absolutely amazing. Um, they, every the characterization in it all was just top notch. It was perfect. And then all the missions were different. All of different stories had their own different style of mission, and they were all great. The Batmobile, I can see how it would bother people trying to take down uh, tanks from behind and clear out tanks, but they're only one part of the game, and whilst they can be difficult, games are supposed to have challenging bits in them. I know that some people like Kev will only want to do you know, something two or three times before they give up on it, but you know, I think if the game had a skip button, it would be perfect. That's probably my, my bold statement of the day. If it had a skip mission button for when it just got a little bit too difficult, that would sort it right out. I think, you know, if people complain about the fact you have to race from A to B or you have to chase the Firefly around to complete a mission, yet 
games like Forza and Need for Speed and so on and so forth can just come out with clone after clone after clone after clone after clone after clone of just generic, boring racing games and people lap them up as the best games ever. Um, I just don't get it because the Batmobile handles like a dream and, and it can do a lot more than a normal car can. I found the driving in that perfect. Um, it's basically got a bit of everything. It's taken World, World of Tanks style, uh, you know, the laser guided um, tanks and, you know, it's just set up a little kind of mini game almost of that and it's not hard to get the hang of it. Um, I think it just, you know, I know that there's two or three times you have to do it, but otherwise you just skip that mission. Um, I just, I really feel like they've taken what was a great premise of the first two and have made it epic, and it's worthy of being my personal game of 2015. It, it's superb, and if you haven't played it or you've avoided it or you gave up on it, I genuinely think you should go back and complete it. Um, not necessarily 100% it, the Riddler missions really took it out of me, I had to follow some guides in the end to get the odd view, but just just get to the end of it, I thought it was fantastic, and it's worth finishing. Um, if you've never played it, get it on your Christmas list before it's too late, basically. Um, for uh, what I've been playing this week, I'm still carrying on with Just Cause a bit, but I've been frustrated with it, I listen to Pab's opinions, and I can only really say I, I am, emulate them, one minute I'm enjoying it, and then the next minute I'm finding what they've asked me to do so tediously difficult, um, again, it could do with a skip mission button, but then, part of like I have with Batman, I felt obligated to learn to figure it, you know, get the skill, and then figure it out, and do it, and that's rare for me in games and so maybe i need to do that a bit more with just cause i think batman made me feel the need to um only other news for me is i finally sold my uh, laptop conundrum i bought a macbook pro um eight gig ram uh retina screen i can't think of any other details for it um i it arrives tomorrow but I'm out, so I won't get to play with it till the weekend. Um, I'd like some suggestions of awesome games I can play on it. Um, I'd like to mock Angry John briefly, because uh, when I was looking at laptops, he gave me a big jokey, tongue-in-cheek lecture about how nobody needs 16 gig of RAM, nobody needs this, that, and the other. And then he came in today and said he's bought a new laptop too, showed me the spec, 16 gig RAM, you know, top end. Uh, graphics card so on and so forth um, I think he caught the bug but no it, it looks awesome for that but I, I decided I want to put the podcast YouTube and everything else first I'll stick to gaming on my consoles and not on a laptop unless I really need to but I'd like to see what games I can play on it I want to know where the line is really I kind of have this line in my head where I think right okay sort of seven games out of ten on steam will probably play and the other three out of ten are probably available on console and if they're not i said to john what other games are there and we tried to think of somebody said crisis and i'm sure you can get that on console but um i can't think of many games that are big enough that i'd have to play them and i'd be missing out if i didn't that i can't get on a console um and i can play football manager on the on the mac so that should be fine I think that's everything for me this week. I don't think there's any other news. I don't think there's any other things for me to talk about. Um, I'm quite looking forward to the YouTube plans. But um, usual stuff, follow me on Twitter at RB6K. Um, you know, follow the group on Facebook. Uh, you know, check out Alpha Beta Gamer at alphabetagamer.com. I know I said that last week, but I can't emphasise enough how cool they are. You know, there's lots of cool stuff on there. Well worth checking out. Um, I'm not angry, I'm not phoning it in, I'm missing you all, I can't wait to come back and be on the show again. Um, 
hopefully that'll be in three or four days' time. Kev's got us a capture card, so I'm going to start, you know, stockpiling videos to add onto YouTube soon. I've got the Mac for all the editing, so hopefully you should see a lot more work from me in the coming weeks. Goodbye, everyone. Have a good week. Bye. Oh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you all. And I assume Sheepdog just spoke. If not, yeah. that's all going to sound a little bit weird. And that leaves me with nothing more to do than to thank you all for listening to this week's wonderful Mature Gamer podcast and remind you uh, that you can find us on Twitter at MGUK Podcast or you can find me at Lelujo. I'm at Mr Lelujo. <laughs> And I'm at Pub1986. And you can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash maturegamerpodcast or, these days, YouTube as well at youtube.com slash maturegamerpodcast or head over to the website at maturegamerpodcast.com and whack a slash forum on the end of that and it gets you over to that place what lets you put in your Game of the Year stuff for Pub to read out next week. Well, it won't be next week, it'll be the week after. Well, ne- um, next um, week yeah. is the Google Zeitgeist Review of the Year show. Indeed. That's that's my Google Zeitgeist voice. Um, I think I'm probably going to insist that we all wear a suit for that as well. I'll suit. Be wearing I don't a suit. Own a suit. Yeah. Well, you're going to wear one on Wednesday. I don't own one, so. um, when are we going to show? A romper suit's fine. Any kind of suit. Birthday suit will do for you. It's <laughs> <Okay. laughs> fine. Um, I assume we should we release that on Christmas Day. Why not? What's what's the downside to us releasing it on Christmas Day? Not him. iTunes open on Christmas Day. If not, they'll probably open up for us. We're kind of big, yeah. kind of a big deal over there. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, so yeah, we'll release that on Christmas Day. The Google Zeitgeist Review of the Year show will be out Christmas Day, so you can listen to us talking about um, the Zeitgeist while you've got your hand inside a dead bird. I think that's reasonable. Yeah, we're all happy with that. Um, yeah. See you next week, boys and girls. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.